Welcome back to another episode of the Football Funders Podcast. I'm delighted to say that I'm joined on this show by that man, Dan. How are you doing, Dan? Good morning. I'm after my new Twitter handle, that man, Dan. I like that. That man, Dan, live for the that podcast. That man, Dan. That man, Dan. The World Cup group stages are over. Everybody has qualified or gone home. So bye. we are back. Go bye-bye. Wave <laughs> from the plane. Bye-bye. We're going to see who's gone home, who shouldn't have gone home who was worth watching and who was utter trash. So let me just do my thing. And here is the World Cup podcast. Oh, that was World screen. Cup podcast? Whoa. The World Cup World podcast. Cup. The World Cup podcast. Here we have the World Cup table. Much better English from me. Trust me, if you've seen the last stream, the unedited version is even worse than the one you get. <laughs> uh, we're going to start off as we do. Trust me, it was awful. Really bad. I could barely speak. I was talking about our sponsors, which I'll do in a bit. And um, it came out as, what was it? Ray, was it something along the lines of raising for mental health charity mind monies, basically, instead <laughs> of raising money for mental health charity mind. <laughs> anyway, so excuse my uh, editorial fluffs. Uh, I'm still getting to the hang, still getting a hang of editing video. It's much more difficult than audio. That's why the podcast, if you download it, sounds so much better. Final table in Group A. Obviously, as we're recording this, um, the round of sixteen has started, but I don't know what the score is, so we're going to do our predictions first. But Netherlands topped the group. Senegal in second with six. Ecuador did well at four. Qatar, Dan. Finished with zero points. You said they you shot did, the bed, and they were quite good. What yes, Qatar look, were you watching? A Qatar that didn't turn up at the World Cup. But then again, I mean, they'll be at the next one in four years' time, so I'm pretty sure. So well, they're hosting if they that one prove. too. Well, no, but there's so many qualifiers from Asia for the next World Cup. Oh, because of course it expands. Of course, it? It, yeah. But yeah. Plus, I mean, as I said, they won the Asian Cups. Technically, they're the best team in Asia. That doesn't say much for fuck, Asia. Does fuck it? knows how they've managed that, by the way. Yeah, tell me about With it. With Japan, Australia and South Korea in there. And they won it. I mean, all right, fair enough. I'm pleased to say our predictions of Netherlands and Senegal were spot on in the correct order as well. Have you yep. been surprised at how good the Netherlands are? I have because they oh. started the first game, wasn't fantastic. But they made... Good? I, I do think they have. They've been... I wouldn't say they've been great, but they've been better than what I expected. So... I think, I think Cody Gapko has been good. He's been very, very good. He was the I one. I think to the watch. rest of the Dutch team's crap. Yeah, it's been one to watch. Well, they didn't start too brightly, and then I noticed they dropped Delict and a couple of the other guys in central midfield, and they brought in the the player that you wanted to watch, which is Cooper Coopermans. Yeah, Cooper Miners. Cooper Miners. Sorry, there we go. And it seems to have shored them up a bit. They brought in uh, David Classens as well, but Gakpo seems to. There seems to be a striker in Gakpo, if you ask me. It does, yeah. I, I, will, I will say, I felt sorry for Ecuador, because I, I Ecuador. think there's a team there. Can't do that I, I think there's a team there. I genuinely, like, they got that draw with Holland. Unlucky against Senegal. I, there's a team in Ecuador, and their average squad age is like 23. So they'll. Be, I'm assuming, again, there's loads of teams in the next World Cup. So they'll be back in 2026. And it'll be interesting to see how, because 2026, we go into three three team groups. So... We'll see them. And apologies we'll to anyone nonsense. noticing me finishing my cup of tea there. Uh, <laughs> I don't seem to be able to do a stream without a cup of tea these days. Moving on to Group B, England qualified, top of the group, as we predicted. And, Not... by the way, 
and as the best qualifying team at the World Cup. But didn't do as well as we thought they would. I, I was expecting three wins, even though we've been god-awful. This is what I thought. Um, but you called it, so... We did get one prediction wrong. We both predicted Wales to come second and they've but, landed uh, so at I the listen, bottom of the group. I listened to this podcast um, to double check and write down kind of all our predictions. You were you kept saying USA, USA, USA. Then when it came to the actual part where we said our predictions, you went, Wales. I did. And now I look like a completely not a Muppet. Um, <laughs> let's be fair. Because um, I'd already wrote England and USA down. And then you went, oh, Wales. I was like, oh, okay, change that one. I did also ask you the question whether they would go with the experienced heads or let the youth in. And they went with the experienced heads. And this is the result. They got Clapped. one point. They Yeah, they got, I think they scored one goal. I think that was Gareth Bow penalty, maybe. Yeah, Bow um, and Ramsey are finished. And it looks like a new dawn for Wales. And that starts while the rest of the World Cup's going oh, on. I would like to say... It will say Iran three points, minus three goal difference. If you watched all three of the Iranian games... With the exception of England. Okay, the two of the Iranian games. They looked okay. Yes, they looked better they look than a, Qatar. They look a good side. The USA game, USA won 1-0, but Iran had their chances. And Iran smashed the bollocks out of Wales. Well, that's not hard. Let's be honest. We oh, did it. it. We didn't we turn did up for well. the first half and then went... <laughs> Second half, no, yeah, all right. we'll, we'll do it now. Why not? Okay. Uh, are, you, are you happy with the performance for, is from England overall? I mean, I was a bit worried with the USA result. It was a bit, oh, God, he's gone back we, to form. But We, we always were going to have one game. I predicted that game would be the Wales game. Um, but I, I, was, I was always aware. I always think it's good to Spain. A lot, I've seen a lot of people saying this about Spain, which we'll get on to in a minute. It's good to have that game where you look shite in the group stage yeah get and, out and then if you can turn it around like we did like as you said the second half against wales was much better um so hopefully we've kind of skipped that point and don't kind of dull out so i, I was happy i mean it's what i predicted as i said we're actually the the best qualifiers out of everyone in the tournament so i'm not reading into that too much but it's just a nice stat um, well no i think the other thing is i know you love a stat but three goals in three games for England, scored nine, uh, only conceded two. You can't argue if you're averaging three goals a game, can no. you? No, and I think the players that a lot of people went into this World Cup saying, are they ready for a World Cup? I'd argue Harry, Harry Maguire has been one of our best players. He has, but I will caveat that by saying defensively, he hasn't really been tested too much. There's been... No, but no... he did look good. He was good against USA, I felt. He was, but again, there was no striker really pressing him into making a mistake because I've noticed half of Harry Maguire's problem is when he's on the ball and he's trying to play out from the back. He's got to carry his head. Yeah, and it's just like he will get robbed of the ball and then try and run back, doesn't have the pace and gets caught giving away a penalty or a free kick or whatever. That's Harry Maguire's biggest weakness I've seen in an England shirt. But to be fair to him, he can only perform... In the manner of what is in front of him, and he has done very, very well so far. Although I'd give a shout out to Jude Bellingham as well, who's really hey, proven himself. On to Group C. Uh, this is our first where we disagreed. Was it? Yes. You, what, what? Are you sure? <coughs> yeah. I, I thought we agreed on this. It was Argentina and Poland. No, you said Mexico. Did I? Oh yes. no! Or is this the group where I didn't give one? 
because I was listening back to it also on the bus earlier just for this podcast and uh, I did not give for one so let me just quickly have a look because it's on my notes on my phone this is how professional we are and Dan says Argentina and Poland and I said Argentina so I didn't give one for second so Dan's already won the um, I wrote Argentina Mexico because just because when you were talking about Mexico it sounded more like you were leaning towards them did I? Okay, I'll take your word for that. But according to this, I haven't actually given one. But um, Dan wins That's on default disgusting. because I didn't give give one. So Dan wins the predictions war. Um, Argentina, we expected, didn't we? It's not been plain it's not sailing. Been... <laughs> it's not been pretty, is it? Not been fantastic, but they're there. And your second pick, Poland, squeezed through. Abs- I'm not sure how they've squeezed through. It must be on goal difference. Shit, Um But uh, it's on... Goals against, and if Mexico had got another goal, Poland would have gone through because Mexico had an extra yellow card. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Some of these rules we really don't need to. Saudi Arabia, I believe you predicted to be the whipping boys, and they, no, they actually, actually won, won a game against Argentina. <laughs> of all people, there's been some bizarre results. We're going to get into that uh, on this pod. Um. So Argentina not pretty, but seeming right. starting to find their feet after a yeah. And I'd like to say, like we said it in the the pre World Cup, that they really miss Giovanni Lo Celso in that midfield, being as creative as he has been, because they they don't they look boring. And if yes. it wasn't for a very some strange decisions that have gone their way over the group stage, but that's again a reoccurring theme. I think they could. There's a chance they might have been out. Right, this is where Dan has to take the big L, which is in Group D. He oh, predicted that Denmark would win the group ahead of France. France promptly won the group at a canter, changed their entire team for the last game and lost to Tunisia, I believe it was. They did lose to Tunisia, didn't they? France, they, yeah, 1-0. Yeah. And Denmark finished bottom <laughs> with a goal difference of minus two and only got a point. They didn't score. They just... I was- it's bizarre. At the Euros, they look like this team that would nick a goal and then... I, I think in hindsight, though, that, that was, was because of what happened to Christian Eriksen. They were very pumped after that situation. They were playing every game yeah. for him, I think. But even in the, the lead-up to that tournament, they were playing very well and had qualified ahead of Portugal in the group, in their qualifiers. They just One come of... to this World Cup, just didn't attack. they didn't concede many either. That's the crazy thing about it. I think they conceded three, right? Yes, and uh, scored one. So they had minus two. Here's the, the, the big surprise for me from this World Cup thus far in terms of like big surprises. You hear, mate? Struth, mate. We qualify. Yeah, we fucking called through, mate. Jesus. Chuck a shrimp on the barbie for that one. Um, right, sorry. Yep. <laughs> it, 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 uh, apologies to any Australians for our terrible, terrible apologize. impressions. I don't apologise. There you go. Dan is unapologetic. But somehow... <laughs> Don't ask me how, with a goal difference of minus one, they've won two matches, got six points, and qualified. Absolute shithouses. I was expecting them to get whooped in this group. Absolutely hammered. King of the shithouse is what they are. I don't even know how they've done it. I couldn't tell you. They've been awful. They've been awful and they've nicked goals. It's just like they've scored like a goal a game. I think they're the only team that have gone through with a minus goal difference as well. 
I think they just got like humped by France and then one shit house Denmark and Tunisia. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I just don't understand it. It's just shit house two teams. It's still... Now, in terms of group overall, this I think is the biggest shot L. of the World Cup so far. Group this e, is another this is another big L for me. For us English, this was glorious because the Germans went home. Uh, but we predicted Spain and Germany. I think I predicted I predicted Germany and then Spain. Did you? I thought yeah. I predicted Germany and then Spain, and you were the other way around. No, I said Germany. Okay, we were both Spain. Germany first and then Spain, so we were both completely wrong on this. <laughs> both what, fucked it. What a wonderful podcast this is. We bring on our I predictions, mean, and they're completely no, useless. I mean, technically, Spain and Costa Rica finished where we said they would. Um, but the, the big shock in this group, and this was especially the final two games, you couldn't take your eyes off of the TV for these last two. Is Japan. We talked about Japan being a good team, being technically good, being well organized. I still didn't see them winning this group. No, but they're a very well organized team. And uh, a little bit of spoilers, I don't think they're done just yet. Um, we'll see, obviously, who they play in a minute. But I, I genuinely, they played really well. They're well organized. They never, even against Germany, they didn't look lost. And then I against like Germany, Spain, who looks completely lost. Yeah, Spain, and even against the Spain game, people say, "Oh, Spain are just trying to blah blah blah." Spain were trying to score; they well, just couldn't break. They just couldn't break Japan down. Well, to be fair, I think it was that first game, wasn't it? In Spain, they didn't they, didn't they score about seven goals or something silly like that? Yeah, they beat Costa seven? Rica seven 0 Yeah. So it was like, okay, Spain are back, <laughs> and here we go. And then they got taken apart by Japan. <laughs> And Japan well, the group. Costa Rica lost to Japan and we all thought, oh, well, Spain and Germany is then. And then all of a sudden it was, hold on, what do you mean Japan are going, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly... there, was a, there was a brief period of about 10 minutes left where Germany were losing to Costa Rica, which meant Japan and Costa Rica were through. Yeah. And Spain and Germany were out. And I was like, clapping like, come on, please. please. This group <laughs> was the most entertaining on the final day of the group games. You literally couldn't take your eyes off of the TV for this one. Group F, Morocco. Old group. Morocco have gone through again. Another prediction that we didn't make. We predicted Belgium in first, Croatia in second, and uh, Canada would do well, Canada. and Morocco would be the whipping boys. And it's I mean, Can- the opposite way around. I mean- Canada shit the bed. Morocco won, Croatia squeezed through, and Belgium went home. I think Canada, we'll start with Canada. I think Canada were too invested, which I get why it's your first World Cup. I think if they'd actually just taken it game by game, they probably would have been okay. But I think they were so, I guess invested is the right word. They were so high for it that every low was a real low for them. And especially when they got conked by Croatia, you kind of knew at that point, like, yes. You finished, but the uh, the two the the old buggers, uh, Belgium looked. It's tough to, if they're all, you'd shoot them, wouldn't you? I disagree. I actually think the person to blame is Roberto Martinez, because much in the same way that I've criticised Gareth Southgate in the past about refusing to change his tactics and refusing to change his style to suit the or make changes to suit the game. I'd argue that that same thing against Roberto Martinez because he always starts with three at the back, doesn't change it. They've got an array of tacking talent that we listed on the previous podcast we did together. 
and he still played three at the back. I predicted that then Donka would start with the two older ones, and I called that right. And lo and behold, it's cost them qualification. I think if he'd been a little less rigid in his tactics... Um, but there, were a, there was a game, like the last game, against Morocco. At half-time, he changed it to two at the back, four at the back, and they were still crap. So too little, too late by then, though, wasn't it? Let's be honest. You had 45 minutes with all your best players on the pitch. I, I think that team's finished. And plus, also, I've, I've seen Romelu Lukaku getting uh, a lot of stick for the chances he missed. But to be it's fair harsh. to Romelu Lukaku, it's way harsh considering he's been injured the last well, two and months, also, I think. There, there was the one that hit the post that kind of just... He's done well to get contact on it, let alone turn it goalwards. It, he didn't miss any, like, oh, my nan scores that chances. Yeah. Um, they were all difficult chances. You just, in previous years, you'd have fancied him to bury one or two. I think a fit Romelu Lukaku probably would have, but he's had no game time, I think, in at least a month. And he, and he looks like Mark Henry. It was yeah. really wrestling fans out there. And he still wasn't fit when he took the pitch. They predicted that he would miss the entire group games. And I'm pretty convinced that they only threw him on because they had no they other had choice. To. Yeah. Um, so our, our predictions are, have crapped it there, but Croatia did go through rather unspectacularly. Um, now onto a group where we differed again. Brazil won it. Of course they did. Uh, I predicted Serbia would go through and Serbia bottom of the pile. <laughs> they shit the bed. <laughs> well, no, to be fair, they didn't shit the bed. They lost a lot of games by one goal. Yeah, but they can't defend. Yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> It was always the one goal. The scoring the goals wasn't the problem. It was keeping them out was the, the other thing. I wouldn't have gone with the lineup they went with, but no, I, I, they... I felt you had you had to play Vlahovic and Mitrovic together. It, I think it was also for me. Uh, there was a midfield pairing that I called out that they didn't use, which was Maximovic and uh, Sergi Milinkovic Savage. Yeah, and they didn't play those two. Maximovic I'd have played Marco Gucic. He's a boy. Um, Switzerland. I've got to give a shout out to Switzerland. And um, in specific, Brie Lembolo, who's Lembolo. been injured for a while. But he's always had a lot of potential about him. And in this World Cup, he's come alive. And he's scored <laughs> a fair few goals. And he's shot them through to join Brazil. And we can continue to say that Switzerland are our mean team. Yes. <laughs> it's still... It will forever. It was a joke on a podcast we made two years ago, a year ago, sorry. And it still stands. If you beat Switzerland, you're better than the, you're a good side. And if yeah. you don't, you're crap. Cameroon were very enjoyable, and I do love having the. I do love. It's one of the things I love about the World Cup is having the African nations there. So they bring so much color and music and vibrancy and life to a World Cup. And while we're on a red card, exactly. And <laughs> while I'm quickly talking about Brie Bolo, I've got to drop back up just a moment because I just want to have a giggle with Dan for a second. We're just going to go back to Group E to Spain. Now, there's a player at Spain that Dan does not rate very highly at all, and his name is Alvaro Morata. Yeah, shit To be fair, Dan's got a fair reason to, because when Alvaro Morata played over here for Chelsea, he was absolutely appalling. He couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo, basically. And in this World Cup, he scored three goals in three games. Yeah, but you know why, didn't you? Hold on. And his record for Spain is 30 goals in 60 games. That's one in two. 
Yeah, but do you know a why? Phenomenal one. Go on. Do you know why? Because they piss the ball with the bat with the ball for like, for seventy minutes. So the other team's knackered, and then they go, "Go on, then you fat man. Go on, on you go." And Alvaro walks on. He's not fat at all. Just rubbish. Alvaro then walks on, scores, and everyone goes, "Oh, look at his record!" And I go, "Yeah, well, that's because they're all tired from chasing Danny Olmo and Pedri and <laughs> Xavi for the last seventy minutes. So they just go, oh, we'll let him. He could do what he wants. I don't care anymore." It's either that or they did just actually cross the ball to him for him to score rather than try and get him to play a link-up game. But, however, Switzerland are through and joined by Brazil, who have looked pretty good, apart from that game that they lost. Let's not talk about that. Um, however, there have been a lot of... Uh, I think it's Brazil who've lost a few, quite a few players, yeah. isn't it? Alex Telles, Gabriel Jesus, Neymar. They, they've, they've all been injured or had to go home. And, yeah, um, Telles and Jesus have gone home. Ben White has left the England squad as well. Something personal. Um, don't know what it is, but... Wasn't going to play anyway, was he, realistically? Best of luck to him, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Hope he's all right, but it doesn't yeah. make much difference to the team, does he? On to Group H and the final group. Oh, we managed to balls this up as well. Did we? Okay, who did we pick for this one? Because I didn't get so, that far. So uh, we both said Portugal to win the group, so we're fine there. You said Uruguay and I said Ghana. And South Korea have squeaked through. South Korea have done it. (laughs) Well, to be fair to Uruguay, I'm not quite sure what they were doing because Darwin Nunes is their up-and-coming striker, so they decided to play him out on the right wing. And then they decided to play, I think it's 35-year-old Luis Suarez, who's got as much pace as a milk van. Uh, And then they dropped him after the first game and um, brought in... Oh my God, he played Edison Cavani. Thank you. And he's got as much pace as Suarez. So I'm not quite sure what they were doing there. They had talent, but it's not good. But what did give me great pleasure was Ghana in, were in this group. And although they didn't go through, and although they lost to Uruguay, seeing Luis Suarez cry when they got knocked out after what they did to what he did to Ghana oh, the previously. Oh, mate, I, violin, the world's smallest violin I was playing for Luis Suarez. Absolutely tiny. It's about this big, about that big, my violin <laughs> for Luis Suarez. Couldn't give a monkeys, honest to God. So what has been Portugal? Let's have a quick chat about Portugal. Ronaldo, oh God, everything is about Ronaldo. I thought I wouldn't Did have you know, to talk about him after Statistically, Cristiano Ronaldo, if you go off kind of how... He, the games are graded on statistic websites. Mm-hmm. He is the worst striker at the World Cup alongside... I'm not surprised. Have you Amun seen his performance? The striker from Qatar. There, there's tri- that's a strike part. There was a team put out by, I think it was who scored, stats. Mm. And that was the top two, front two. Ronaldo and Ali. Prince Ali. Well, let's be honest. He scored one goal from a penalty, which he dived for. I think it's pretty clear, isn't it? Yes. And he tried to nick Bruno's. Yeah, and then Bruno <laughs> put a cross in. Now, to be fair, if Ronaldo isn't there distracting the goalkeeper, that cross probably doesn't go in. Let's be fair. But, <laughs> don't get goal. Don't get credit for it. <laughs> I spoke about this on the previous podcast that was update, uploaded a couple of days ago. And uh, he was celebrated like a madman, thinking that he'd got a touch on it. And you could clearly see from the ball, the way it didn't change direction, didn't change rotation. Even FIFA put like a microphone sound on it to see if there was any change in sound. 
and like no so he's he's been all over it and I don't know if you remember this but the other year when we had Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in charge Ronaldo was when he was subbed off he was on the sidelines like pointing Talking? and no he was trying to manage the team next to Oli and if you look I, I can't remember which game it was that it came off I think it might have been the last one he was on the sidelines pointing effing and jeffing telling everybody where to go and what job they needed to be doing and it's just like is your ego really this enormous? Yes. Now, not only <laughs> tell Man United how to conduct their business, but you're now telling your own nation's team, or your own national team, I should say, how... Well, he's been doing it with Portugal hey, for a while, to be fair. This man's ego is absolutely enormous. The Euros that they won, he picked the penalty shootouts. Didn't you? don't know if you've seen the video. No, I haven't. You know, it, they're talking about penalties, and he's like... Moutinho's first, I'll take the second, Neves is third. He's literally telling people who's taking... They didn't go to penalties in the end because Ed Dare scored, but he was uh, taking out the penalty holders. He's supposed to be captain, but I swear to God, he thinks he's manager, president and everything else. It's bananas. And then, By the way... Go on. Go on, I'll just say, how old is Pepe and why is he still playing? I think he's 39. No, I'm not having that. He's older than you. <laughs> he's not. I think he's 39. No, um, looks, he looks about 60. He's either 39 or 38. I think the oldest there was... Ochoa, Ochoa. Back, oh, Danny Alves. Um, Danny Alves. And then, Ochoa can't be far off him. I think Ochoa's about 35, 36. Yeah, and five then it was Pepe. Um, fair credit to South Korea. Obviously, technically very good, very disciplined. <laughs> Did you see the guy that told Ronaldo to get off the pitch? Yes, Apparently, this was spun quite differently. Apparently, it was originally spun that Ronaldo was telling the coach off for substituting him. But it later turned out that he was having a go at one of the South Korean defenders who told him to hurry up and get off the pitch so that they could carry on with the game. And his response wasn't very polite, apart from to say that they didn't have the authority to tell him what to do, because apparently no one has the authority to tell Cristiano Ronaldo what to do anymore. So... Piers Morgan says yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Yes. He's given another shoot, shoot, another. It's amazing how he can um, give so many interviews with Ronaldo's cock in his mouth. But there you go. Oh, suit you, sir. So, who has been your favourite team to watch thus far? England. <laughs> Besides England, then. Um. Uh, the France, still the French. I must They're admit, just fun. I've enjoyed watching. Japan, quite a bit. Uh, no, you know what? Morocco. I mean, I could. You've enjoyed watching Morocco. They they are mad. The way they, like Morocco, press and play like they've just spent 60 minutes in the locker room going off a table or so. Like they've enjoyed themselves <laughs> before kickoff. Like I've, I don't know what they're, I'm not, I'm not claiming they're on sports enhancing drugs, but they run around like they are. My favourite match to watch was actually Argentina-Mexico because that was just borderline football violence. The way they were going after each other. My favourite game to watch was (laughs) England-Wales. Just because we turned up for the second half. And then to be... No, actually, overall, my favourite game to watch genuinely was probably Saudi Arabia-Argentina. Just for the the madness that sums up the World Cup. Especially this World Cup. Just Saudi... The moment Saudi Arabia scored the second... And it felt I was at work when it happened, 
And I, you could literally hear the whole place, like everyone at once just kind of went, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Because <laughs> they had it on in the reception. So you could hear everyone just go, oh. <laughs> I definitely think be- best day of football overall was uh, Group E match day three with Japan versus Spain and Germany versus Costa Rica. That yeah, was so we had like um We had like a Sky Sports thing going on. So parents were in the front room watching the, uh, the German game when I was in here watching the Japanese game. And um, he's like running back and forth. And I think at one point, obviously, comes, I think both were in added time. I think they both had one had eight and one had 10 or something. And I'm watching the Japanese game going, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle. <laughs> Just like waiting. Like, Germany has scored again. It's like, I don't care. Japan, blow the whistle. <laughs> but then, since the German memes have been brilliant, the one, my favorite one is Rudiger running through the airport with a. Uh, Suitcase when he was doing that weird run. <laughs> or there's a picture of like um where everyone's sitting. There's a picture of like Gareth Southgate at his press conference, Luis Enrique at his press conference, and Hansi Flick on the plane. I'm still not quite sure what that was all about. All I've heard is that he was uh, apparently running alongside somebody. Yeah, and he was taking the piss. It. It's so bizarre. And it literally looked like he was running with his runs, knees under his chin. Runs like a Lego man. It's so bizarre. The face he'll be running to is uh, home. Yes, Lufthansa back to awaits. Yeah, let's go Germany first. Lufthansa is awaiting, but he does get a free chocolate bar and a free bottle of water on the flight. That's not bad. Any, any free chocolate, as long as it's good chocolate, you can't. It was argue. decent chocolate as well. I was quite happy. So I think we can safely conclude that it's been a bunch of fun so far. Is it safe to say? Sí, bueno. Sí, bueno. Very, very good. So we are going to now move on. Move on to the next phase, which should be even more fun now because it's knockouts. So this is where it gets really, really fun. Squeaky bum time. You should hopefully be seeing a screen share very, very shortly. (laughs) There we go. Does it come through? There we are. Morning. Good. No, that's uh, that's the Euros. Is that the Euros? Yeah, England, Iceland. Oh, Jesus. I apologise. How awful of me. Right, stop put sharing in, that. Quick. Put in, put in World Cup predictor. Let me let me see. Has it come up in your chat? Yeah, it's there. Eurosport. No, it's not in this chat because it was in the last chat. Because we're too tight at Football yeah, Funders no, Podcast you, to pay for pro. You go into just your chat. It's there. I sent it to you. Nope. It's not here. Right, let me do it again. There you go. Did you get it now? Meet in chat, yes? Yes. No? no. Normal no. chat, like the Zoom chat. This is how quality we are right here on Football Funders Podcast. What, what? Team chat, is that it? No? Yes, chats. Carl, we're so quality here. We are just so good. I don't know how you're missing it. I found I it. Said- don't worry. It's not <laughs> on my screen. <laughs> We are so professional here. I'm not even going to edit this out. This is how unprofessional we are. I sent it to you about four times. All right. So apologies to our listeners. Before the show, twice during the show. I know. Completely unprofessional. What do you expect? We're just two blokes in southeast London with a couple of bloody webcams. What else do you expect? I'm 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 almost in Kent. It's the end of the road. Right. Okay. This is the group tables. Then go to the bottom and press OK and it'll take you through. Or next, whatever it is. Next. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Ah. Right, okay, we're going to have to scroll this, but that's fine. 
Right, back to the Zoom call. Right, that's the wrong one. God, we're so professional today. This is still better than my previous <laughs> Don't stream, put we by on the way. It. <laughs> this is still better than my previous screen uh, stream. That was absolutely awful. Right, this should be the right one now, I hope. Da -da 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 -da. There's me. There's an England flag there from Dan. That man, Dan. It's oh. a Christmas England flag. I do not consent. You never give me cookies. I do not consent to this. Right. <laughs> Can we now see it? He wishes he got cookies. Well, this is the, the annoying thing. <laughs> it's like they're it, saying, yeah. accept cookies. So I press it and nobody delivers any cookies. Um, no. Don't get no merry Yeah, isn't it? All right. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm celiac as well. So uh, cookies are expensive for me. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> On to the round of 16. Sorry, we'll get back to the football now. The World Cup and cookies. Yes. This should be the prize. Uh, yeah. Thank you, so, Dan. Sod so the, so the jewels, Ramey. It's some exactly. <laughs> Doesn't even get that name anymore, does it? It's just the World Cup trophy. Um, Jules Ramey is in Brazil because of how many times they've won it. Ah, right. Thanks to Dan for this third link, and thanks to Eurosport. <laughs> 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 right. So the final round. Should we go round by round? Yes. Netherlands well, versus the USA. How do you predict that one's going to go? Uh, they're playing right now, I believe. Right, they are, but I'm not I looking think, at it. I, I, I'm fairly confident the Netherlands will win this. I, I think they will just because of how I don't want to use this word, but it's the only word I could use to describe how impotent the USA have been. <laughs> Somebody needed to chuck them a through blue shoes in in the qualifying <laughs> rounds just to get the score, get it up a bit. <laughs> Argentina versus Australia. Now, bearing in mind how. Whoopapa! Indifferent Argentina have been. I'm expecting them to win this comfortably. Messi seems to be some kind of form. You say Whoopapa, Dan. No, no, this is going Australia. to be Whoopapa. We no, didn't expect them to be, to be there. No, this, you, I saw what France said to them. This could. This is going to be Whoopapa. Well, let's hope for Whoopapa. By the way, if you, click, if you click on Netherlands, it puts them through automatically. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll do that in a minute. Um, but... We, we can use this as a predictor, right? Okay, so Dan's saying Netherlands, that'll go through, and we're saying Argentina. So that well, goes through. I'm, I'm still going to put a little caveat on that one. Because I did not expect them to be there, and they got six points. So to be fair... No, they're, they're not beating Argentina. Well, we didn't expect Japan to be... You know... They were, Spain were through already. This, come on. And it was a contentious goal, to be fair. Do you think it crossed the line or did it not cross the line? The, the angle I've seen, the ball was in line with the little bit of the white line. It doesn't matter. It was the Germans. Carry on. <laughs> Japan versus Croatia. I'm going Japan. Me too. I'm absolutely Cro going Croatia Japan. Croatia didn't this... look good. Croatia they... went through because their group was shit. They look very, very average. And, uh, and old. And old. Well, they are old, to be fair. And I think I, I, I rate Japan. And it turns out my man from FM, from listeners of before, Dominic Glivkovic, is bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. He's crazy. <laughs> Some of the best goalkeepers are, to be fair, but you never know. Next round is yeah, Brazil versus Korea. Winner. Yeah, we know. Yeah, Go on, just it's going to be through. Brazil, isn't it? It's going to be a <laughs> yeah. wall pa pa. In the next round, England versus Senegal. I'm really looking forward to this game because I think this is going to be blood and thunder football. And I reckon Senegal I, are going to give us a really good game. I think we win, but I think 2-1, 2-1. Yeah, 
I think it's going to be tight. I'm 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 going three two. I think it's going to be a real. I think if if ever the team, if ever there's a team to unsettle Jordan Pickford and Harry Maguire, I think it's this lot. Yeah, it's because they are running at them. Yeah, they're just a million miles an hour, and and they're all power. It's just like, but they wow. have shown that they can't defend. So yes. that's where the, the the positive for us is Rashford playing like he is. Please start him. <laughs> so I'm 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 going England just, but I think that's going to be a great match. Arguably, I think possibly the match of the this, round. This next one is not going to be a great match. I, I'm predicting a Wolpapa here. Yes, me too. Poland have not been good. Poland have been shit. So I'm predicting England, France. This and next I one is going to be feisty. Just, I'm telling you now. This is going to be feisty, but I'm expecting Spain. Yeah, well, yeah. Qualify. Uh, yeah. From... Again, much like this England. One, this one's difficult. What? Portugal, Switzerland? Yeah, because I want to pick Switzerland. I'm picking Switzerland. I will go Switzerland then. <laughs> I'm picking Switzerland. I think they've looked a better side than Portugal, even exactly. though they've not nice after they've got more talent arguably the last world cup the last world cup i was working for a football website and i can't remember what it was called so well done lads there you go there's your <laughs> there's your put in and we had to wordpress do... or something yeah uh-huh. and i can't remember what they were called um sorry lads and uh they <laughs> don't listen to this please right um, we'll we'll re we'll redo we'll give them another shout out when Dan remembers. Yeah, we will. It's not this random one. I'll give up anyway. We had to do a team each and pick a player, and I picked Switzerland and I picked Breland Bolo for the last World Cup, and he did naffle. So I'm glad he's repaying me four years on. So for any of our fo- uh, any of our subscribers and listeners and watchers on YouTube, if Dan makes a prediction, give it four years and then apply yeah. that prediction to the next tournament, and you might win something. <laughs> Canada next Canada in 2026 brilliant again Qatar, while, sensational again while while we're on the subject of subscribes do subscribe to the YouTube channel follow us on Twitter and um any comments you want to make put them on our Twitter page I think it's at Fball funders isn't it hey. and it's just football funders podcast on YouTube and the email address I think is football funders pod at Gmail is that correct that is correct Dot com, I think, or is it dot co.uk? No, it is dot com. Oh, I'm getting good at this. Shame I'm still not getting good at screen sharing, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our prediction. Should we go further or should we leave it until the end of the No, let's go a bit further. Because you want to go a bit further? The quarter, we're in the quarterfinals, so we're almost there. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do all our predictions now. Netherlands, Argentina. Argentina. Yeah, you think Argentina? We're gonna do this based on Dan's predictions. Um, that's actually, it. Shaft me in it. Why not? Yeah, because I, I, well, <laughs> I, I actually think Netherlands are, are going to beat Argentina, but we'll we'll go on Dan's prediction. Japan versus Brazil. Brazil. You're going Brazil. Brazil. Ah, Brazil. Yeah, I see. Oh, Argentina Brazil semi final. That's going to be proper tasty. Yeah, red cards galore. If it happens, England versus France. Yeah, we'll give it to the baguettes. Right. I, I think and it'll France. be closer. I think it'll. I don't think it'll be. Dan has no easy. loyalty. But dude, I think France are better than us. And, and Spain then the, versus uh, Switzerland. The the midday nappers for me. So Spain. Yeah, Feliz Navidad. No, that's Mexican, isn't it? No, that's Spanish. Well, Mexican speaks Spanish, so. So Argentina, Brazil in the semis. Where are you go. Bra- Brazil. 
You're going Brazil to knock out That's Messi, it. and Messi yeah, arguably his last World Cup may not ever win. Might be the greatest player to never win a World Cup because Ronaldo's gone right down in my estimation recently. <laughs> France versus Spain. France. Going France. So yeah. Dan is predicting a Brazil-France final, which to be fair, I think we both predicted on a previous podcast. No, I originally had Argentina, France. Did you? Oh. And yes. who do you think is going to win, Brazil or France? Brazil. You're going to, you're going to go for Brazil as the final I go for Brazil, yes. You are missing some secondary no, predictions. Just, you can put in the score, but it doesn't matter. Just leave it there. Oh, well. Yeah, we're not going to get that, that thing. No. I'm not going to give you my predictions for the quarters, semis and finals. Because he doesn't want to look like a Muppet. It's not that I don't want to look like a Muppet, <laughs> but I don't want to blow all our content in one go. I'm getting kind of used to this. So if we blow all our content in well, one Well, chances go, are, chances are the 16, some there will be something wrong. That's not going to be the eight in the quarterfinals. And I would say, arguably, we're probably going to be back with another stream in a couple of days at the end of the round of 16 to uh, talk about that, how it's gone, and see if our predictions have been crap, just like our predictions for the... Uh, for. The rest of the World Cup, the, the group. Yeah, I blame, I blame Pete, to be honest. Blame Pete? Why? You can't blame Pete. He's not well, even here. Yeah, he's off fishing rather than here. So. Is he? Oh, is he still yeah. out fishing? Yeah, he's got, he's got to get his fish fingers in, isn't he? Just, yeah, absolutely. He's got a country to feed. Terrible. I'm trying to do a podcast with Captain Birdseye, I'm telling you, seriously. It's never around. Never, ever around. But um, what more can you say, really? It's... Fat bloke in that, really. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good lad. Old, uh, old we're, man. We're hoping to welcome him back at some point when he's brought us our fish fingers that he promised us. <laughs> so we don't do this for free. We get we get free fish fingers from Peter from time to time. Well, we wish we did, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bloke. He's never going to live it down, is he? Before we do go, just a quick shout out to our associates. At Let Us Talk Mental Health. Has it popped up? Yes, it has popped up. Has. The football team raising money for mental health charity Mind. I got it right this time. Hey, There's Dan in his lovely blue top there. He cracked that back out for the weekend. That almost did. went really wrong. How did it go at the weekend? We uh, we won 4-2 in the second round of the Affinity Cup to Hampshire Charity from Hampshire. Uh, we were 1-0 down, 2-1 down, and then at halftime, uh, the lads turned it around, and we are playing tomorrow, which is uh, Sunday the 4th, I want to say, in a charity match for someone who's had their house burnt down. Oh, no. Um, but um, I'm not going to be there. So I don't know. I'll, I will tell you what, what the score next time we're on. Uh, if you'd like to purchase the lovely jumper you see me on, there is a shop, as you can see in their bio, sportybits.co.uk. And you can even buy yourself an ugly match day shirt if you want to. So, yeah. So go to at let us talk underscore mental health. And if you are in the southeast London area, do give them a follow because they do do a few matches in the SE2 area. Uh, that's Charlton. And uh, yeah, go and hurl abuse at Dan for not doing we it. We play right. everywhere. It, the, the cup we're in is the National Cup. So even if you're up north, there's a chance that uh, there's teams from Yorkshire in. In the draw and all sorts, we we could be going all over the country. Pass your comments on to Dan at Pitchside about how bad I am with screen sharing. There yes. you go. And let us talk 
No, no. we've just done let us talk. I fucked it. <laughs> I did it so well and I've just fucked it again. This is a f- amazing. What a stream. What a stream. You just can't beat this quality. You really can't. The Proper Blokes Club. At Blokes Club on Twitter. Walking and talking, breaking the stigma surrounding men's mental health. Uh, go online. They do various walks and talks around London. Go out with the lads. If you're feeling down, you don't want to talk to your other half or your doctor or any members of your family. You can talk to guys in similar situations who aren't having a great time and you can forget your troubles. You can vent your troubles. Everyone's very polite, very friendly, very understanding. And you'll probably find that you've got a lot in common with a, a lot of the other fellas there. Uh, we're not a sexist podcast. We just happen to be involved with men's charities in, in this instance. And for my personal opinion, I don't think a lot of men's charities do actually get enough of a shout out. So we are very happy to lend our platform to people like the Proper Blokes Club and let us talk. And, yes, and if you are looking for maybe some content around the female game, we have interviewed someone from the Her Game 2 uh don't even want to call them a movement anymore because of how massive they are. Yes. You can go back on the channel Organization and find that. Now. Yeah. You can go back and find that on the channel. That was when her game two were reasonably small. Yes. I don't <laughs> think they'd even got massive. a pro club at that point. I and think now they they're... just started to get a few, hadn't they? And they're all it. over the... Um, the Everywhere. Football the well, manager. Now, almost. And speaking of football manager, before we go, I've got a bone to pick with you, darling brother. It's sitting on my email account. So I yeah, can where's my birthday present? I was supposed to have FM23 like a week ago. What's going on? <laughs> sitting in my email. <laughs> I've got it. I just did send it to you. He hasn't sent it to me, viewers. He's been proper tight. I'm going to bin his I Christmas bought it already. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in to this catastrophe of a live stream. Well, live stream <laughs> is recorded, but... We'll get there eventually. I noticed the streams are gradually getting worse and worse and worse, but that's mostly down to me. Dan's only done too. <laughs> you can't blame him. It's just me. But uh, enjoy the rest of the World Cup. Thank you very much for that man, Dan, for joining us. Thank you very much. And we might see you in a few days once the round of 16 is over. Take care. We may, and en- you may do. Yes. Take care and enjoy the World Cup. Ciao, Bella. <laughs>